place to be rest. Navi Chakra also has got two sides, left and right. On the left-hand side of Navi Chakra, it's placed as a, a center, or you can call it a chakra, or a sub-chakra, called as this Chandra, means the moon, is the moon center, on the left-hand side, and right-hand side is the sun center. And they are placed exactly on the moon line and the sun line, that is first the Ida and the Pita. These two centers are the two points up to which we can go, move from left to right. Beyond that, when you start doing, you cross the fields. Now these two centers, when localized, see, they have a vertical vibration, the flow are vertical. But when they are localized in that point, how we spoil them? We must understand. <coughs> Left Nabi and right Nabi are interdependent on each other. If you pull too much of left Nabi or work too much on left Nabi, right Nabi can also catch. But say we take one by one. Now the left Nabi is what? Normally, if you eat food at somebody's house <coughs> who is a sort of a spiritualist, or who is giving a prasad, like, uh, say, Satya Sai Baba, this horrible fellow, his, those vibhutis, as they call it, because it comes from the cremation uh, you see that ash. All these things, all this type of food that you eat, a person who believes in the past, in the, in Sanskrit, past is bhut, is the word for past or you can call it in the subconscious. That food carries the vibrations. A person who has cooked specially that kind of food can give you a left now. To begin with, to begin with. Now left Navi gives you superstitious temperament, very superstitious. You become superstitious. You get frightened of things, small things. Even inside yoga you find such a person, superstitious and these superstitions that is very, very dangerous. Now to how to overcome this left Navi problem <coughs> is to leave everything as far as to superstition is concerned. Now see, you see a cat crossing the road. Now you know that it's a bad thing. You cross that road deliberately. You see that right hand has to be put for this and left hand has to be put for that. By mistake you do something. Just go ahead with it. Don't get frightened of anything at that time. You see, it frightens you. Superstitions come out of fear and fright that is built. Any superstition whatsoever. Now, you can take it in a wider thing. For example, people are superstitious about nations. Oh, he is Jew, he is Greek, he is Russian, he is Indian, he is British. You see, sort of these are collective superstitions which are impressed on us so much that we are superstitious. 
and you start judging them accordingly. So the superstition can be only overcome by facing them directly. All right, see what happens. Any small or big or collective. As I said, a small thing like a cat passing is a small one. In a big way, people will say, I mean, there are all kinds of superstitions. If you can think about anything like, uh, say, now Alex is a pilot and he knows that how pilots work on superstitions. And they work on omens and things, and they go to fortune tellers and ask them whether this is good or that is bad. You know. The more they do it, the more they catch. And the more they do it, it becomes a bad omen for them. You see, it's such a vicious circle, it goes on building them. Now, the essence of the whole thing is that, see, why we are afraid? Because we are afraid of the subconscious domination. We are trying to get rid of the subconscious domination. That's what we are afraid of. But as a result of superstitious nature, we fall more into the subconscious. I'll start accepting it. Now, at least I will tell you, in India there's a girl, Nima, you know very well. She has a left nadi. Most of the Jainis they have, Jain people they have. The reason is they are brought up like the superstition. Because Mahavira himself told them that don't go near the subconscious, and he described the whole subconscious. So all his disciples have become a slave of the subconscious, direct. Just imagine, what a shame it is. I mean, when you see that, you have to take his name, Mahavira's name. And he became so much abandoned about them, so much abandoned that he went to such a limit that once he was walking on the road and they said, don't go today because it's a bad day and you will have some problems. He said, I will. And he was going through a jungle and then a wind started blowing and his, he had one big cloth wrapped around his body and the cloth got caught up in a bush. So people said, see, he had said that you should not have come, now you are half closet now. So he cut his half closet. So he was left with half. Then next time he was going somewhere, people said that don't go that way, there are too many problems and you'll have a bad time. He said, what bad time you have? So he was going and he found a man lying in a very bad condition and all wounds in his body and all the a small, uh, what do call this, germs and all, flies, a small… Maggots. What do you call them? Maggots. Uh, they were all trying to trouble him. So he covered with the, his body with his half cloth. He became they are so terrible, so terrible in their superstitions that they think that you should abandon it to such a limit that you shouldn't go to the barber. So they go on all the time picking their heads. You see, they don't wear any dresses, nothing they wear. Can you imagine such horrible people? What's it happened? <laughs> you don't have to go to America for this. In India you can see this very nasty. My husband was collector, you see, of one district. And they invited us because there was some problem between these two sets of Shwetambaras and Dibambaras. 
And the Shvetambaras are the people who wear white dress at least, but the Digambaras don't wear anything, their gurus just move about out, absolutely without even a single thing on their body. And we, we the collector and the Mrs. Collector were very nicely asleep, you see, when come there, we went into a big gathering and sat there and before us on a platform, <laughs> can you imagine, all these naked people sitting <laughs> and they were putting their hands up and this and they were putting all their hair from everywhere. <laughs> it was such a funny situation. And my husband is a very shy fellow, see, he didn't wear He said, what sort of Do you know anything about it? I said, I do. Why did you tell me what <laughs> <laughs> and he was absolutely perspiring with shame, and at least forty or fifty people sitting on top of your head there, just you can't even raise your eyes. <laughs> Horrid, lanky, panky, dirty fellows sitting down there, they don't take their baths, and they go to such a limit of superstition. So this is one side of it. Now the Jains themselves, to what limit they went to? See, they said you shouldn't kill anybody. That's all. Should not kill anybody up to that point. But that went to such a limit that these Jains, what they do? They don't kill mosquitoes, they don't kill bugs, they don't have a pesticides, uh, they don't use because you. Put it off Will you have written it down? Hello, how are you? Hello. May God bless you. You can sit on the chair, be comfortable. Ask Puri to write it down for him. He's doing it. Yeah. One there? Then we're going to be looking for a while. Yes. 
your attention itself is not flooded with light. You don't have to go to any books, you don't have to go anywhere. Your attention itself is flooded with that light which is dynamic. Now, if anything comes to your attention, you just connect your attention with the divine attention. How? By saying, all right, let's be done. Let this be done. It's your wish. Thy will be done. This is what you should say, Thy will be done. You just say this, you'll be surprised. And then the whole mechanism, that enlightened attention of yours, is the part of the attention of God itself. So the whole thing will work out, the whole force as you have worked for your personal problem before, now the whole of it will work out and it will happen. It's such a wonderful thing. And the attention has to be there, has to be in the subject. See, because your attention is in the growth, that's why you attack the problem in this life. If your attention is somehow or other made more attracted towards the subject, then what happens? The effect of that is shown. Otherwise also you will see. But then you will see it very clearly how it happens. For example, now, say, I come in my room, you have done all this, so Then when I come in here, I see all that. Now I don't see every minute part of it. I don't see how it's done, it's bad, but I just stand there. And I feel the whole thing is in me working. It works and it gives me joy. It gives me joy, it gives me joy, different types of joy that in my world. It might be in my whole understanding, it's good, making me happy. Now I don't judge it on the way the, pub, uh, the people would judge. They would immediately come, suppose if it's another level, he would come and see a very close one. He say, oh, this one to the nice and this is a stone and this is the thing and this should not have any here and that should not have in there and how much you paid for that and why did you You see, it goes on and on like that, you see. But a person who is divine, he may talk, you see, the way you are talking, but in that also it's playing, uh, the divine is playing its part. You see, it's just playing its part, just to make a little, you see, sort of a hallucination for them. But inside that flow of the divine, it just gives you joy, gets you all right. Even when such a person scolds or says something, it has that. In the same manner, if you make yourself very, very sad, how? That any gross idea is coming. So let's shut up. Gradually, your mind will be so trained, I mean, through this so much understanding the nature of subtleness that it will detect automatically. You will live in this world, but you will not feel it. That's the way the way you feel it. You will not feel warm. You will be eating food, all right, you are eating, it's all right. Very good, you made when I'm eating that. But then you don't know what you are eating. You are just enjoying the love that is in that food. So to be subtle, to be that love, see, your attention has to be on that. If your attention is guided by the price of the thing, the quality of the thing, and all that, you see, then that subtleness cannot. So to be subtle is also a mental activity after surgery. Now many people, Sahaja, they think is a standstill stuff, it is not. Sometimes you misunderstand the meaning of surgery. That is uh, like a, first I say that 
the carbon starts surging, all right? But you put the accelerator. You have to maneuver the thing. That is more sahaja because you have become a sahaja. If your attention is sahaja, then automatically you manage. You see, when you are master the maneuvering of the car, you just do it automatically, sahaja. But to be that sahaja, you have to first of all try. If you don't learn that, then you, that, will, that will mean that you are just at standstill. Oh, I have left it to sahaja when the vibration will come, will come. Because there are still problems with it. You are not yet that set. So to remove that, now you can do it. To make yourself sad, to cleanse yourself, absolutely, you have to work out a little. For example, now with vibrations like this, you have an imbalance in the body, suppose. Then you have to remove. You know how to remove it. This is what has happened in surge yoga, that you know that there is an imbalance. You know that my subchakra is not catchy. But this is happening. Now you bring it to the subject point. It's first of all, you have to work on it physically. All right? To make yourself absolutely clean, there are so many ways. First and foremost is feeling the vibrations different times, feeling them, how it works out, which is more, which is less, how it's uh, coming, why is it staying, then, then finding out how, where did I catch it? All right. Such and such person, beach in the shoes. You see, these are all gross things and have to be taken away by gross things. With them, for me, I don't need any beating or anything, just looking at it, it runs out. If I'm being there only, it's so clear, I don't have to bother. But for you people, you do catch. So for that reason, you have to be careful. Physically, you have to work it. So there are so many ways, like even many people now must be thinking, oh, we are now realized, why should we sit in the wash? Every day as we have our bath, we have to. <laughs> Mother knows many things. <laughs> it's a very good idea, you see. Just to avoid the stupid stare, now we are all right. We know the vibrations we are getting now. But you are not subtle. Still, you catch no matter. So all these physical things are to be just stayed immediately, because still it takes we should say far away. Not yet absolutely perfectly any person. So you have to do it. That's one thing. Physical, whatever the physical thing you know about. You see, even if you want, you can take it out. See, like that. If there's a problem now, this fellow was here, you could have taken out like that. You can. You have to put it out. It does. It does work. It's symbolic. Every action, after all, is a sahaja action. Nobody does like this. You do it because it's hot and terrible. You just take it. If you see a realized soul, a small little child, you'll be amazed, you know. They will be, they go to an airport, all the time they'll be going young like this, on their own, you don't have to tell. But for you, you see, you must understand that that state is still there, so that you must feel it, and you should really throw it out. Physically it has to be done. It's an exercise, and you cannot just be sahaja about it, you know. There is a difference between me and me. So you have to work it out. Don't you think we are realized, all right, finished now, we are done. You should go with all understanding and respect But no, you have to still rise, still rise, and still rise. This is the physical side, which is very important. Then the second side is the mental side. Now, mentally, also, you see, all the time we are bombarding things from all over. 
So be careful. When you start clearing out your vision about it, you'll be surprised. Subtleness starts Subtleness will appear. But subtleness is a state. It is a state of your attention. Your attention is grows outside. Now you think of a some sort of a moon which is just a stone. Then it starts getting The core is melting away. The outside is still hard. Like that is your stage. It starts melting. Now whenever you come across, now you are on the in the core. You are not outside. But whenever you come in contact, the core part, contact with the nose, suddenly you see you start becoming one with it. Then the crust starts again becoming uh, uh, immobile starts. And the core starts becoming strong. Again you increase the core, it starts coming to the periphery and the thing starts. That is how the attention, if you can understand it, and that attention, which is enlightening you, has to be kept all the time intact. No justification with yourself. With others, also, you don't have to justify. It's all right. You think that you must go, you must be all right, very good. And when you find somebody troubling us, rather difficult to sit and tolerate him on things like that. It's true. But for that, I am sitting down. You just tell me. I can manage it. You are seeing we have solved one problem very fast. And we can solve all the <laughs> very clever way, isn't it? That's the subtle way. It just gets solved. See? So you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to think hundred times. No, I am the person who put you in problems. You say, I'll tell you, do like this, you should have done like this, you should have put in effort like this. But the problem I will be solving myself. You see? But I will just make you run up and down. You see that. You, on the contrary, when you, you see me doing like that, you should, you should understand I'm going to see. So the problems can be solved just like that if your attention is sunk. But if it is not, the main basic problem is that you can approach, you cannot approach. The approach to the problem is only possible if you are a subtle being. If you are not a subtle being, you cannot approach any problem. So to be subtle, and to be there, to be divine, one has to understand the grossness that is coming. Through Kundalini you can, because you can raise your Kundalini, see where it is hanging. Now it's very heavy here, like a stone here, it's uh, thumping here, it's doing all these things. Now it's, it's a very gross way of looking at it, very gross way of looking at it. It is suggesting to you something. So what you have to do is to see for yourself now at Sanskara, that's the place for somebody to go. So you just sit down and say, now, what have I done? Why this problem? If I have done anything like that, this is a simple way. But first of all, foremost thing is that what is the substance you Is it a subtle substance that's speaking or the gross one? From which point are you speaking is the thing. Supposing you are speaking from that point where you are a governor general, everybody has to open. But if you are speaking from the point where you are a pure, what is going to open? So where is the attention is the thing? So mentally you have to work it out in your meditation. Now you sit down for meditation, all right. Mostly try to be thoughtlessly aware. But if there are thoughts, you should try to keep it down by saying, how fortunate that I have felt these vibrations, I felt and 
how happy I am about it. Now you get away all the difficulties. That's how you can fight it. Now whatever you do will lead you to Sahaja, not before. Before realization it has no meaning because there's a dead car standing there. But now the car has started. And whatever you do, whatever you try, it will make you subtle. Simple thing is like declaration that yes, I'm going to do this. I've decided to do this. Put your mind to positive thinking. What are we going to do? How are we going to do? How, how are we going to work it out? You'll be surprised how things will go. But normally our habits are for our rules. Now, I would say Bombay Sahaja Yogis are quite developed, they are quite good. Sisters sometimes they really tumble down very badly. This time I thought they were a little more proud uh, than anything else because Delhi people were not so good at things and they had to come and do it. And they, they, I think the Bombay people did feel that so they were sort of ready in the hands of Delhi people. But uh, then they found themselves quite low. All of them have been sitting down there. You see, so it can happen. So anyone who feels that uh, I have achieved everything or I have reached anything can have a Humpty Dumpty fall. Because uh, you see, it was so beautifully played. You see, I tell you what happened. They came down and uh, then uh, they were uh, in the old Delhi. We had no place to stay properly. So I said, all right, to arrange my place in the guest house, and the guest stayed in the boys' hostel, and the girls can stay in the girls' hostel. It's all right. Done. So then the ghost thing came. So one of the persons said uh, that uh, she went the food in that boy's hostel is full of uh, oil and uh, this and uh, how can we eat them? And I, I, I didn't know about it. Nobody told me. And then the, they had to arrange it with somebody and they had to suddenly purchase all the food and everything and they had to arrange a book and they stayed and where they stayed was all full of boots. They were all caught up in the head, terrible noises and that. They came to me. So they said, Mother, what has happened to us? You know, we came all the way and they said, What has happened now? We are all vomiting. You know, this is happening. I said, Why? Where are we eating these things? Not in that oil place. So we have our own cook, we have our everything. But the problem is, you see, the house is full of boots and we are all finished with that. So I said, who had asked you to suggest that? You can't eat that food. So many thousands of boys are eating here. You are Sir Jogi. You can't eat that food. Your attention is on the oily food. What is so special about you, sir? That you can't eat. I mean, you should be able to eat even the stones. That's what Sir Yoga is. But you can't eat the ordinary food that all so many thousands of boys are eating. And you wanted to stay away in such importance of yourself. So go ahead. And this was all done by Satan. You should have thought once or at least, but why are we wanting to go away from here, that place, when it is all organized? Let us be here. That is Sahaja. That part they didn't understand. You see, discrimination also, what is Sahaja, what is a Sahaja? Where are you Sahaja and where, where you are not? You should discriminate. That point at least one should be. So the so-called the high top class Sahaja yogis fell down, laughed like that. And they felt very shy. It's a lesson now. Because there are, you can overcome food problems. But what about the boots? Why should you go and meet somebody, a person who's just come to Sahaja Yoga and you don't know what sort of a person is? I said, well, it's your Maya. I said, but what about you? You people are thinking that you are great, that you are the greatest Sahaja Yogi ever born. 
and you are the topmost among all the world, so don't think like And this is what happens. You see, so it plays on you, just to test you, and you, it works on you. So, you see, Sahaja means whatever comes your way, you take it, no doubt. But you do it yourself in positive manner. That is very necessary. That doesn't mean to go on accepting everything, Sahaja. The roots coming on to me, I'm accepting. Everything coming on to me, I'm accepting. <laughs> that is not the way it is, Sahaja. That's the point. You see, when we start doing like that, then uh, actually Sahaja, what you will get is roots, and what you will get is uh, all the negativity, and also you will get all the sickness, illness, everything. You have to be careful. So mentally you should uh, be alert, physically you should work it out, and physically there's another point is that you must look after your body, physically. Very much necessary, because this body is the temple of God. It's definitely not the temple. It's a shrine. See how beautiful shrine And I love to reside in this place. Let it be so beautiful that God should reside in this place. Look after your head. Look after yourself. You should treat yourself. There's no harm. People might say that, why should I treat myself? I must take all the burdens on myself. All these out-of-date ideas of suffering are useless for suffering. Nobody has to suffer. You have to be very, very healthy people. Like somebody said, why is it that Ramakrishna Paramahansa did not cure himself? Because he did not know how to cure himself, first of all. But uh, Ramakrishna said, I want to take all the burdens on my head. You don't get sick if somebody is sick. You do not get sick. The only thing is that if you look after your body, you respect your body, then your body also respects you. Your body understands. If you don't care for your body, you neglect your body, your body also says, all right, I'll have mine. So you have to look after your body, you have to know how to keep it all right. I think we should really write it down, all the things that are to be done to look after your body. That is very important, because in these modern times and modern society, of course you have devised ways of comfort that you press here, then you get everything coming down, and you press there, and you get the food inside your stomach, and all that is there. But you have not <laughs> been able to. Uh, that, is, that is all comfort, they call it, but I call it lethargy, or we cannot laziness. It is, it is not going to give you good health. Good health is possible only if you understand the balance in methods and every understanding about how the body acts and what happens to the body. Small, small things like hot and cold, cold and hot. This is very important for surge yogis. See, surge yogis have to be perfect, absolutely perfect. And uh, you don't have to do with the norms of the modern times that everybody should be thin and everybody should be absolutely uh, TV patient going around or for some sort of a, what you call a beauty parade. You should be all very healthy people and impressive. You see, whenever you sit there, people should be literally frightened of you, <laughs> from where these wrestlers have come. <laughs> <coughs> so this is, a, this is a sign, this is a sign of attending to your health, attending to yourself and your mental health also. And that's why I say that you be careful as to what you read and what you see and what you hear and how much attention you pay to it. You see, supposing now a person like David comes in, you see, you pay too much attention to a man like that. Everything is filled with that, the whole atmosphere we're talking about. Everybody is worried about it. It's all going on. It's negative. I think you talk more about David than about me at that time, because I have also gone to David was there. 
but it's a sort of thing, it's, it happens. Because we are used to seeing things like the sensational thing coming in. See, like the newspapers will always call you something sensational. We are used to sensational things. So Mr. David was quite important. But just see how important he was. It's just so if you had just neglected him, not bothered him much, I hope Puli is not too long with the balance. He's calling. See, I don't want Puli to be boring him and getting into trouble. So the regular habits of sitting in the water and all that should be done. Also regular habits about your mind. Do not read this. Just avoid. You don't want to read any more of these things. There are so many beautiful books you can read. Like if you have to read any sort of thing you are used to, you can read beautiful books. I've told you so many of them are there. You can read the Bible and see for yourself. But it is all surface. Every word. You can find out so many quotations and so many things which can help us to tell these Christians, otherwise they are not going to listen to you. There's such conform sort of thing, so that you have to tell something from the Bible. You can read Quran, you can read other books, like Khalid Gibran, it is, which are, which are supporting, which are also helping you, which are giving you ideas. Are you all right? Sure? Yeah. I think you better put no, your left hand towards me and right hand outside. It is. Close it now.